Hello and welcome to another episode of Writing Today. For this episode, I'll be continuing my series on writing a good book. In this episode, I'll be discussing how to write a good plot twist. As always, I'll be leaving a link to this article in the description below. Without further ado, let's begin. Plot twists have been a favorite in many genres, from mystery to thriller to general fiction. By creating a plot twist that successfully surprises the reader, the writer has done an excellent job of weaving a story, employing subtle distraction, and made great use of misdirection. I'll be showing you how to plan and write a plot twist of your own. Before we begin, this episode is part of a series on writing a good book. You can find the full podcast on my YouTube channel. In addition to that, you can also find it on all major podcast platforms. So, let's get into it. The plot twist is best prepared way in advance. A plot twist made as a last minute decision is very easy to write poorly, making it either predictable or illogical or reading clearly as a last minute decision. By the same token, one can argue that planning a plot twist in advance can cause you to structure the story in such a way that you make it obvious there is a plot twist. However, that simply just shows poor planning. Many books with their famous plot twists were written because of those plot twists in mind. If you want to write a good plot twist, take the time to plan it out. Lay down the clues, keep the reader guessing. In a novel, there is so much room for error, so many moving parts, that to construct a plot twist without giving it away becomes a real pain without proper planning. If you have a plot twist in mind, you need to take your time to lay it out. Make it logical, that way when the reader looks back on the book, they can make sense of it. Second, make it unexpected, which means none of the clues you laid out through the story must make it obvious there is a plot twist. Third and finally, the more shocking, the more outlandish, the closer you skirt to the unbelievable, the better your plot twist. A great plot twist is one that has great effect on the characters, the story, and the reader. You want your reader to alter the way they think of certain characters. These plot twists not only last, but the plot twist itself may become the most talked about part of your book, which would be fantastic. Now let's talk about misdirection. Misdirection, a technique often employed by magicians in order to distract the audience. That way the magician can swap hats or pull a new card from his sleeve without anyone being the wiser. Of course, for you as a writer, Misdirection is employed to distract the reader from smaller details, or to not really focus on them. By no means am I suggesting you throw numerous details at the reader, where only one of the details is important. That is a slew of information that no reader will enjoy reading. Instead, it is better to be subtle. Distract them with something far more concerning, such as heated dialogue. With the reader focused on something more important, you can mention a clue once, seemingly as nothing more than an additional detail. That way, it registers in the reader's mind as something minor, perfect for you to call back on when you present your plot twist. That is the way to use misdirection in your writing without having to weaken your style or content. It's an interesting way of writing, using misdirection. You are challenged to slip something intentional amongst writing you create on instinct. Irrelevant details are never thought of much, they are simply there to add to the scene. As a result, the way they are written is often different from the way we write important details. It's a challenge, 
but a minor one in the grand scheme of things. Next we have red herrings, which are a far less subtle version of misdirection. If I can compare misdirection to a distraction with one's hands or a flashy outfit, then red herrings are much like a small explosion or puff of smoke to take attention away from the obvious. The whole time Marita thinks they are looking at the trick, they are simply looking at the distraction. For example, as it often appears in mystery novels, there are a range of suspects. First, you'll have the most obvious suspect and the least obvious suspect. The experienced reader will be more focused on the least obvious suspect, as they typically are the killer. However, mystery authors work so often with red herrings that they turn it into an art form. The reader soon discovers the killer was none of the suspects, but the detective is to blame, or perhaps a kindly old lady found near the crime scene, or even the most obvious suspect all along, who simply cleared their name to make sure no attention was on them. In other words, the best way to use a red herring in a plot twist is to develop a new plot twist, one more obvious for the reader to be aware of. That way, when you reveal the fake plot twist to be a red herring, you can reveal your real plot twist, surprising the reader. It takes some crafty writing, but it is certainly worth it. If you feel your plot twist might be too easy to spot or your clues stand out too much, then distracting your reader with a red herring is one solution. Of course, you need not go as far as to create an entire false plot to distract the reader. One of the more common methods to ensure your plot twist is secret is to simply withhold information. Another staple for most mystery fiction is to not mention any clues or give any indications at all that there might be a twist. Simply tell the story that you have in mind from the perspective of a character who is presented with little information. As a result, the reader will see things that way and be as surprised as the main character when the plot twist is revealed. Withholding information works well in any genre. You can use it in science fiction, action adventure and so on. Sometimes it is better for the reader to have no indication about the twist throughout the story. Better for them not to look at the book in a new light. The story should always come first anyway. Therefore the plot twist would appear more like a cherry on top. A nice treat, but certainly not the whole Sunday. The next and last challenge is the delivery of the plot twist. Typically, most plot twists will be delivered through dialogue, as it allows characters to discuss, make sense, or explain the twist to each other, and thus the reader as well. Sometimes it is better to be subtle in the reveal. In which case, the reveal of a small detail that shocks the reader. For example, when a reader is following the exploits of a mastermind criminal, it'd be quite a shock to discover their partner in crime carries a badge in their pocket, revealing them to be an undercover cop. A sense of betrayal will flood over the character and reader at this discovery. However, that plot twist was subtle, without shouts or arguments. Quite simply, your delivery of the plot twist can be as bombastic as the red herrings you created, or they can be as subtle as the misdirections. Once more, you might already have a good idea on how the reveal will go. It pays to take time when constructing the scene of the reveal, much like the construction of your plot. Take your time in the beginning stages of your planning to create and develop a plot twist delivery to be remembered. And that brings us to the end of this episode. I hope you are enjoying this weekly series on writing a good book, and I would love to hear your thoughts on this topic. 
Plot twists are a big feature in most writing, as it helps readers and writers break away from the set formulas that make up fiction today. Of course, by the same token, this could also be construed as a mainstream formula for writers to follow. Personally, I enjoy plot twists, but not as much as ambiguous endings. I find those the most impactful, the feeling lasting much longer after a story has ended. It leaves the reader to make their own conclusion, which is often tough, especially if neither of the conclusions are happy ones. Let me know what you think in the comments below. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode of Writing Today. Good day, good night, and happy writing.